Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for January 10, 2020. This is the first Sound Prince of the new year, and we're so glad you are with us. Sound Prince is heard at New Days and Times on ACB Radio Mainstream. Here's our new schedule. Thursdays, 10 p.m. and 1 a.m., Fridays, 10 a.m. and 1 p.m., Sundays, 8 and 11 p.m., Mondays, 8 and 11 a.m., Wednesdays, 4 and 7 a.m. and 4 and 7 p.m. Sound Prince is also heard on Radio I, a radio reading service based in Lexington, Kentucky, at 1 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Saturdays and 5 a.m. on Sundays. Find out more about Radio I by visiting www.radioi.org or by asking your Echo device to play Radio I. Sound Prince is also available through the iTunes Store and on the Victor Stream as a podcast. For more information about our schedule and to make suggestions for future features or give us feedback on what you like and don't like, Give us a call at 502-895-4598. Attention everyone in the Louisville area who uses TARC-3. It has become very difficult to order TARC-3 tickets through the TARC website, and banks have stopped selling the tickets. Beginning this week, January 10, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have TARC-3 tickets in strips of five available at Roundabout. Tickets are $3 each, and they can be purchased with cash, check, or credit card. Please call ahead at 502-895-4598 to let us know you need tickets so that we can be sure to have enough on hand to meet your needs. We haven't been able to bring you much news from the Internet in quite a while, so we're catching up on some of the more significant items this week. First, we have just received the following email from Uber. Introducing PIN, a secure start to your next ride. Now you can opt in to verify your ride with a PIN. Because your safety is important to Uber, they have created a PIN verification feature to help you make sure you're getting into the right car with the right driver. You can choose to opt into this feature for added peace of mind on every ride. See how it works. How to opt in. 1. Update your Uber app to the latest version. 2. Open the app. Go to Settings and tap Verify Your Rides. 3. Tap to toggle on Use PIN to Verify Rides and then select Every Ride or Only at Night. 4. Tap Done. How to Use PIN. After opting in, you'll receive a unique four-digit PIN whenever you request a ride. Before entering your driver's vehicle, tell them your PIN. If they are the driver the app matched you with, they'll be able to start the trip after they enter your PIN into their app. You can also verify that you're getting into the right car by making sure that the driver matches their profile photo and that the license plate number and car make and model match what's shown in your app. On page 2, you'll find an article about the Apple TV series C, where all of the inhabitants in the world are blind. The article discusses the role of blind actors in the series as well as Apple's inclusion of other actors with a variety of disabilities. 
On page 3, we bring you two items about ACB's audio description project. We think you'll be impressed with the services offered by the project and with the number of described movies, TV shows, etc. now available. Learn how to find out about all of these described videos, DVDs, and shows right from the ACB ADP website. On page 4, you'll find an article about Apple's commitment to making its products accessible to people with many different disabilities. VoiceOver first appeared in the iPhone in 2009, and Apple has continued to add accessibility features since then. Find out how you can make suggestions for more features useful to people who are blind or visually impaired just by sending an email to Apple. And on page 5 is the SoundPrints calendar. Page 2. This first article was posted on ACB Leadership on December 13, 2019 by Kelly Gask. How the entertainment industry can catch up with and eventually outrun Apple TV Plus's C. Eric Bridges, ACB Executive Director, is quoted in this article and the article appeared on Mashable.com. When casting C, Apple and showrunners Stephen Knight, Dan Schatz, John Steinberg, and Francis Lawrence aimed to involve individuals who are blind and low vision as much as possible. Accordingly, the first two actors cast on the series, a sci-fi epic set in a world in which all of humanity is blind, were Marilee Talkington and Brie Clouser, both of whom are blind and have ample credits to their names. However, Besides Klauser and Talkington, there aren't many other blind or low-vision actors who have adequate experience on large-scale projects, like C. So, to further cast the series as authentically as possible, its casting process took on an unprecedented form. First, actors of the series utilized community outreach to recruit background and stunt actors who were blind or low-vision, once auditions began, C's casting team coached and provided feedback to less experienced actors who are blind and low vision to help them land a role on the series or on another program in the future. Apple's Legacy in Accessible Tech Such inclusive behavior isn't a big surprise coming from Apple, which has a long-standing reputation for leading the charge in digital accessibility for individuals with disabilities, and specifically users who are blind and low vision. In fact, Sarah Herlinger, Apple's Director of Global Accessibility and Policy Initiatives, sits on the board of the American Foundation for the Blind. In a 2016 interview with Mashable, Herlinger discussed Apple's never-ending approach to make sure that its products are universally accessible to everyone. When engineering specialized accessible features and content, Apple's efforts have centered on consulting and working with individuals with disabilities. For instance, Executive Director Eric Bridges of the American Council of the Blind, ACB, told Mashable in a recent call that Apple worked with the organization to create the blind person holding a cane and guide dog emoji. Applying Apple's ethos to C. Similarly, when launching C, Knight, Schatz, and Lawrence 
made sure to heavily consult with individuals who are blind and low vision throughout the entire production process to ensure respectful portrayals of blindness and disability. Quote, Every actor we brought on who was blind or low vision provided comments on aspects of the world of C. Joe Strete, the series' official blindness consultant, told Mashable over the phone. Strete's gig on C has been a topic of conversation in the entertainment press, and the consultant also worked with Charlie Cox on Netflix's Daredevil. Stretch A also shared that Knight and Lawrence began getting input from folks who are blind and low vision on C's concept and initial scripts in March 2018. Between those first consultations and the start of filming in September of that year, Stretch A, who is blind, reviewed scripts and provided countless suggestions on the series' portrayal of blindness. Apple set a standard around respect, he said. Hollywood's History of Discrimination Tasked to train C's sighted cast members playing characters who are blind, Stretch A began the blindness training on set with lessons on education and awareness to address misconceptions about blindness. In particular, he stressed that there are a lot of comical portrayals of blindness on screen. C, he reaffirmed, is not one of them. Despite the current discourse surrounding authentic and inclusive casting, portrayals of blindness in which the punchline is that a blind person cannot see have persisted. In 2016, Adam Scott played a blind lead alongside Nick Kroll and Jenny Slate in the comedy My Blind Brother wherein the love triangle between Stroll, Slate, and Scott's character relies on the fact that Kroll and Slate's characters can have sex without Scott's character ever catching them in the act. Similarly, in Deadpool 2016 and Deadpool 2 2018, Leslie Uggams plays Blind Al alongside Ryan Reynolds. Neither Scott nor Uggams are blind or low vision. The casting of sighted characters to play blind characters is a discriminatory trend that the blind and low vision community is all too familiar with. An ambivalent review of C's pilot from Chris Danielson, Public Relations Director of the National Federation of the Blind, NFB, contextualizes C as coming at a time when blind people are always wary of how they are portrayed in the mass media, based on decades of past bad experiences, end of quote. Danielson explained to Mashable that, quote, there have been little, quote, there has been little or no effort in the entertainment industry to cultivate blind talent, end of quote. A guild for blind and low vision actors still doesn't exist, and such performers struggle to land roles as extras on screen or don't make it past the initial audition, said Bridges in a separate conversation. C as a starting point. C isn't perfect. The series stars Jason Momoa, Alfre Woodward, Hera Hilmer, 
and Sylvia Hoax, none of whom are blind or low vision. Its casting practices with regard to lead actors don't appear to be any different from that of My Blind Brother and Deadpool. Moreover, in its blog post, the NFB raised specific questions about the inclusion of sighted characters in the series, quote, whom some of the blind characters seem to view with reverence, end of quote. In a phone call with Mashable, Danielson elaborated that NFB wondered why sighted characters were used as a source of salvation. Quote, why are we not just seeing a society run by blind people and seeing how that plays out? End of quote. Chiefly, Danielson stated that the NFB's concern is that they are not seeing authentic representation to the extent that they would like because it's not apparent that any of the blind cast have a role that is significant in more than a few episodes. End of quote. Talkington and Clouser both play members of the Alkany tribe alongside Momoa and Woodward. Talkington's Souter Bax is a multidimensional but minor character who opposes the Alkany tribe leadership. Clouser plays a recurring character named Matal, M-A-T-A-L, a female warrior whose abilities to sense energies are shown to be valuable to the survival of the Alkany. Alkany is spelled A-L-K-E-N-N-Y. In addition, Jessica Harper, an actor who is low vision, plays Cora, a slave of one of the tribes in the world of sea. Cora appears in the final three episodes of the first season. In June 2019, Apple released iOS 13, a software update that features voice control and voiceover, comprehensive accessibility features that revolutionize the ways in which individuals with disabilities can use their iPhones and other Apple products. Journalist Steve Aquino A-Q-U-I-N-O, who uses assistive technology to access their Apple devices, praised the update in TechCrunch, writing, quote, Apple continues to lead the industry at making accessibility a first-class citizen, end of quote. More recently, Sina Barham, S-I-N-A-B-A-R-H-A-M, who is blind and serves as the president of an accessibility consulting firm, affirmed that, quote, Apple's efforts on iOS far exceed Android's progress on accessibility, according to Slate. Apple is also unmatched with regard to the audio descriptions included on Apple TV Plus content and original programming. Viewers can watch shows with audio descriptions in multiple languages regardless of their location. In an interview with Horror Fuel, Clouser applauded C creators for being open-minded when she suggested that the setup of a particular scene didn't ring true to her lived experiences as an individual who is legally blind and shared that she was glad to have had the opportunity to accurately represent her community. Similarly, Talkington tweeted, that she was proud to make history by authentically representing on the series. 
Notably, however, neither Talkington nor Clouser are top-billed cast members. After being heavily featured on C's first four episodes, Talkington's presence on the series has waned significantly. Because Talkington is the most prominent cast member who is blind, her apparent absence from the rest of the series seems disappointing with regard to the burgeoning representation of the blind and low-vision communities on C. Streche told Mashable that Talkington's brief timeline on the series' first season was just how it was written, and merely a result of C's storyline. Still, Apple and C showrunners are using the series as a catalyst for change. Despite, and as a result of, C's efforts, Bridges said the series is a starting point. Quote, It's taking Apple, stepping in as a new force within entertainment, to really have the first go at this problem. They're putting their best foot forward, he said. Similarly, Streche clarified that authentic representation of individuals who are blind and low vision on screen is a continuing process. Quote, We're nowhere near perfect, he said, and reassured Mashable that the series will continue adding cast members who are blind and low vision for its second season. Streche explained that although A-list names like Momoa and Woodard don't currently exist in the blind and low vision community, C is working to identify and support the blind and low vision actors on set so they can be fantastic actors down the line. C's background cast also included individuals who are deaf or hard of hearing, individuals of short stature, individuals who utilize prosthetic limbs, and an actor with cerebral palsy. Speaking with Mashable, Tatiana Lee, T-A-T-I-A-N-A, a Hollywood inclusionist at Respectability, echoed Streche's sentiment and praised C for casting blind and low-vision actors and actors with disabilities so they can eventually land a lead role in something else. Bridges hoped that the series will find more qualified blind actors and that there will be ever-increasing levels of disability on the show in future seasons. As C attempts to remedy a complex issue after decades of discrimination in Hollywood, reservations coexist with optimism for the future. Quote, C has already cast more blind actors than any other film or TV show that we know of. So progress, while perhaps incremental, has been made, wrote Danielson. The series has been renewed for a second season, which grants showrunners a vital opportunity to cast individuals who are blind and low vision in upcoming lead roles while continuing to cast individuals with disabilities in future episodes. In any event, the progress made by C's second season will undoubtedly be compared to the strides made by its first. Hopefully, the expectation of such an assessment is motivation enough for showrunners to continue making change in Hollywood. C is available for streaming on Apple TV. Page 3 
two articles and ACB's audio description. The first article was posted on Leadership on December 23, 2019, and the subject line is ACB's Audio Description Project. Are you missing out on the action in movies? Do you wonder what's so special about a famous painting or national monument? Are you frustrated when there's no information about visual details during important live events? The American Council of the Blind, ACB, and its Audio Description Project, ADP, aim to bring more meaning and enjoyment to entertainment, cultural, and educational experiences for blind and low-vision people. The key is audio description. Audio description, live or as a voiceover narrative, makes visual imagery accessible to people who are blind or visually impaired. The Audio Description Project works to promote and advocate for the use of high-quality audio description in television, movies, performing arts, museums, educational materials, and other venues where visual media is critical to the understanding and appreciation of the content. These visual elements can include action, costumes, settings, facial gestures, facial expressions, and other visual important images. The ADP sponsors a broad range of activities designed to build awareness of audio description among the general public, as well as its principal users, people who are blind or have low vision. As part of its mission, the ADP maintains a list of described DVDs, broadcast television, movies, performing arts, museums, and national parks on the ADP website. As the only repository of all audio-described titles on DVD and the video streaming services, Amazon, iTunes, Apple TV, Disney, Netflix, etc., the ADP decided to create a new index of all the titles. This new master index allows you to look up any movie or TV series to see if it is available anywhere for purchase or with a subscription. 3,368 described videos are available. Offers a biennial ADP conference and mentoring program, AD consumers working with describers and industry representatives. Sponsors and promotes the ADP awards, including the Beatty Contest, Benefits of Audio Description in Education, co-sponsored with the Described and Captioning Program, which recognizes reviews of described material written by blind students. Maintains the Audio Description Discussion Group Listserv, an active Facebook page, and Twitter feed. Sponsors two Audio Description Institutes each year, three-day intensive training seminars on the development of high-quality audio description. Produces description of special initiatives, e.g. the White House AD Tour, national broadcast of description for presidential inaugurations, the live description of the solar eclipse, and select description projects for museums, performing arts, and film. Is working with other national service organizations and the ACVREP Academy for Certification of Vision Rehabilitation and Education Professionals 
for the development of a certification process for audio description writers and audio description consumer consultants. Offers national and international leadership on issues regarding audio description at the federal, state, and local levels and in international forums. And this is a related item published on leadership on January 3, and it is the monthly ADP website update. We think you'll find a lot of the information in this item interesting as well. The Audio Description Project, ADP, an initiative of the American Council of the Blind, aims to bring more meaning and enjoyment to entertainment, cultural, and educational experiences for blind and visually impaired people. ADP maintains a list of described DVDs, broadcast television, movies, performing arts, museums, and national parks on the ADP website, www.acb.org ADP. As the only repository of all audio described titles on DVD and the three video streaming services, Amazon Prime Video, iTunes, and Netflix, the ADP decided to create an index of all the titles. Here are the described video statistics as of January 1, 2020 from the ADP Master AD list. Summary. 3,640 unique described videos and TV series. 1,768 videos were duplicated in more than one service. 22 current movies, 1,201 DVDs, 12 Apple TV, 310 Disney, 68 Hulu, 1,193 iTunes, 1,088 Netflix, 1,652 Prime Video, 7 other, 206 TV series, 31 ABC, 15 CBS, 2 CW, 23 Fox, 20 NBC, 25 Discovery, 18 HGTV, 22 History, 18 TBS, 10 TNT, and 22 USA. The following DVDs and Blu-ray discs were released with audio description tracks last month. This would be in December of 2019. The links will take you to the description of the ADP website. All but one are also available on iTunes and or Prime Video. The movie's descriptions are available on the ADP website. The movies are Abominable, Ad Astra, AD space A-S-T-R-A, Downtown Abbey, Overcomer, Rambo, Last Blood, Where's My Roy Khan, C-O-H-N, Hustlers, It Chapter 2, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Ready or Not, and The Goldfinch. The total number of described DVDs available last year was 169, three more than the previous year, but the total number of DVDs being produced seems to be dropping year to year. The streaming services added the following net number of described videos this past month. Net equals ads minus deletes. 
Hulu, 4, iTunes, 23, Netflix, 30, Prime Video, 268. What? 268? Yes, 268. ADP is now listing which ones are included with Prime. Of course, Apple TV came on board in November, but they only have a dozen described videos at this time, but with the promise to make every video described in nine languages in the future. And finally, Disney also came on board in November, blasting out the gate with around 300 described videos. The current count today is 310. Among the six streaming services, there are about 4,300 choices, including those choices repeated on more than one service. Among all services, cinema, DVD, TV, and streaming, there are over 3,600 unique choices. Other news from the ADP website this month. ActiveView, dormant for a while, has been acquired by Charter Communications. We don't know the future status of the app nor Charter's plans yet. There are two opportunities coming up to be trained or refreshed as an audio describer. One, January 16 in Raleigh, North Carolina, and the ADP's training on February 22 in Alexandria, Virginia. ADP's year-end report on the movie studios gives the highest marks to Disney and Sony for offering description on 100% of their mainstream DVDs. Summit, a subsidiary of Lionsgate, also described all five of their DVDs, while Lionsgate itself only described 14% of theirs. You can read the year-end report at acb.org ADP. The number of visitors to the ADP website has increased 1,000% in the last 10 years. The number of Twitter followers is approaching 1,000, while Facebook followers approaches 2,700. Fred Brack, ADP webmaster and social media manager, notifies users of new described videos on both of those social media outlets. Follow the Audio Description Project on Facebook at facebook.com slash acbadp or on Twitter at twitter.com slash adpwebmaster. Page 4. Apple's Head of Accessibility on the Company's Determination to Make Gadgets that Work for Everyone. How Apple Ensures Its Tech and Services Work for Everyone Regardless of Their Needs. Posted on ACB Leadership on December 18, 2019. This item originally appeared on standard.co.uk. As one of the world's premier tech companies, Apple has a whole lot of people using its products around the world. Earlier this year, CEO Tim Cook confirmed that there were, in fact, 1.4 billion active Apple devices, including iPhones, iPods, Macs, watches, and Apple TV, though about 900 million of these were the company's smartphone. With all those devices being used across the world, it's likely that some of those Apple gadget owners will be disabled. Around 15% of the world's population experience some form of disability, about 1 billion people, according to the World Bank. 
In the UK alone, there are around 13.9 million people with disabilities. As a result, the tech company sees accessibility as one of its core values in order to ensure everyone can use its devices in the best ways to suit them. Ensuring that this is baked into everything Apple makes, from devices to apps to services, is Sarah Herlinger, Apple's global head of accessibility. We recently sat down with Herlinger to talk about this mission and the surprising learnings along the way. Quote, we all want to be productive members of society and do good things and show the whole world who we are. Being able to create technology that levels the playing field and lets everyone shine is really important, she says. Getting the ideas. There are various different accessibility features throughout Apple's devices, from software like iOS 13 and Mac OS Catalina to the iPad and Apple Watch. But before the features get to the devices, the ideas need to come from somewhere. Some ideas come from general interactions with customers, whilst a lot of feedback comes through a dedicated email address, accessibility at apple.com. Quote, We get a wealth of emails every day from customers who write to us to ask questions or give feedback that provides us with a different perspective. They may report bugs, all kinds of different things, says Herlinger. Once an email comes in suggesting an idea, the team will look at the individual need and see if it would work for other people. Quote, Knowing that one person may articulate a problem in a certain way, it's the aha moment. Of course we should do that. End of quote. It's about customization. When it comes to accessibility and Apple devices, it's all about creating customizable features that people can set to their own liking. For instance, being able to set a bigger text size on the screen so it's easier to read or invert colors to dark mode in iOS 13 can prevent eye strain as well as benefit people who are dyslexic and may find it harder to read black text on white backgrounds. Hearing what is on the screen is particularly useful for the blind community. Apple created VoiceOver Screen Reader back in 2009 for the iPhone, which is available in 35 languages. Braille displays can connect to an iPhone via Bluetooth, too, with the company supporting over 100 models of displays. Quote, VoiceOver is built to be available in every nook and cranny of the operating system explains Herlinger. If you're trying to take a photo, it'll tell you how many heads are on the screen, whether they are centered, if you need to tilt the camera slightly, or how to move so you can take a more leveled photo. End of quote. Developers can use Apple's accessibility API so VoiceOver works succinctly with their apps, such as TrainLine. The company's CTO, Mark Holt, told The Standard, Apple provides a very detailed and rich accessibility API. Considering how to make your app accessible from the very start of the design process 
will ensure a smooth integration and ultimately a better user experience. Taking the train or coach is an essential part of everyday life for most people, and we want to ensure it's as easy and seamless as possible for everyone. First, for access. Over the past decade, Apple has made strides with its accessible features. With the iPhone, it created the world's first touchscreen accessible to the blind community. Herlinger sits on the board of the American Foundation for the Blind, thanks to her work in this area at Apple. For hearing, the company was the first to make an audio protocol for Bluetooth low energy to improve the pairings between iPhones and people wearing hearing aids so they can make crystal clear calls. When the Apple Watch was launched with its exercise rings feature, following feedback, the company added wheelchair workouts. It conducted the world's biggest study of wheelchair users, gathering thousands of hours of information on how people use their wheelchairs in order to change the algorithm for the Workouts app so it accurately calculated calorie burn based on the upper body. Herlinger sums up this approach by saying Apple focuses on thoughtful design. Quote, We're trying to give people the tools they need and do it in a way that's respectful to them. Unexpected benefits. Accessible features aren't just about making things easier for people with disabilities, but often they can improve the lives of everyone. Take Live Listen, for instance. This allows you to use the microphone of the iPhone as a directional mic for hearing aids so they drown out the ambient sound in, say, a busy restaurant and pick up what you actually want to hear. This feature has worked so well that it is now available in the new AirPods Pro and some Beats headphones products, too. Quote, Things in assistive technology have applicability for a broader audience, so it's always fun when we find things that were originally built for one community that have such great applicability for so many. Feedback from customers often shows the interesting ways they use the tech, such as the Watch's Noise app. The app uses the device's mic to measure ambient sound levels and duration of exposure and can warn you about the effects of spending a lot of time in a loud environment. One father emailed Cook to say that he and his son had found a different benefit from the app. Quote, he was using the app with his son, who is on the autism spectrum, to modulate his voice because it helped him to understand when he was talking very loudly, she says. It's always fun to see how people will take something and use it in ways that work best for them. End of quote. Privacy. One of the great things about doing this kind of work at Apple, says Herlinger, is that the company controls its hardware, software, and operating systems. Quote, We can infuse accessibility across everything we do and do it in a really holistic way. End of quote. This is also beneficial when it comes to privacy. All the data collected is stored on device, not in the cloud, so individuals know their private information is kept that way. Herlinger says that there is always a new problem to solve or feature to build every day, which is all part of the fun. Quote, 
I love the fact that year after year, we continue to create amazing technology that may be a lifeline to someone, and that hopefully the work we're doing is helping them to have connection and experiment. Page 5. The Sound Prints Calendar. On January 10, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired will hold a workshop from 10 until noon Central Time at the Wesleyan Heights United Methodist Church, 1215 Sherm Road in Owensboro. For information about Savvy Activities, call 270-684-4418 or 270-686-8689. On January 10, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold a roundabout 3.30 to 5 p.m. Education and Technology, Discussion 5 to 6, Dinner 6 to 7, $6 a person, Bargain Table at 7, and Bingo $2 a person from 7.30 until 9.30 at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. Sign up by calling 502-895-4598. On January 11, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have a board meeting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, by phone, call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. On January 12, the Kentucky Council of the Blind Next Generation Chapter will meet at 8 p.m. Eastern, by phone. Their number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 357-259-5193. January 13, Bluegrass Council of the Blind will have a community outing at 12.30 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. They'll watch the audio-described movie Seabiscuit in the community room at the Bluegrass Council office. Seabiscuit, a thoroughbred, was foaled in 1993 at the Claiborne Farm near Paris, Kentucky. He won 33 of 89 races and a total of $437,730, a record for American thoroughbreds at the time. The BCB office is at 1093 South Broadway, Suite 1220 in Lexington. RSVP by calling 859-259-1834. On January 13, ACB Next Generation will have a nationwide conference call at 8.30 p.m. by phone. ACB members and individuals under the age of 40 are invited to join this nationwide conference. The number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 357-259-5193. For more information about Next Generation, call Amanda Selm at 502-750-1774. On January 14, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, SAVVY, will have its regular monthly meeting from 1 to 3 p.m. Central. They'll celebrate Louis Braille's birthday, share information, collect dues, and have a Constitution and Bylaws Committee meeting. At the Wesleyan Heights United Methodist Church, 1215 Sherm Road in Owensboro. For information, call 270-684-4418 or 270-686-8689. January 14, Savvy will have a board meeting at 7 p.m. Central on the line at 669-900-6833, enter code 357-259-5193. January 15, 
the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have a conference call support group meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Individuals statewide experiencing low vision are encouraged to ask questions, share tips, and offer comments. Individuals from elsewhere may also join this call. The number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 357-259-5193. January 16 is a KCB Scholarship and Technology Committee meeting. At 8 p.m. by phone, the number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 357-259-5193. January 17, GLCB's Roundabout will meet from 3.30 until 9.30 p.m. following the usual schedule. We will have music, games, and crafts after dinner. Roundabout meets at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. Sign up by calling 502-895-4598. On January 18, Savvy will participate in the Empty Bowls Project in Owensboro from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time at Brescia University Ceramic Lab at 105 East 9th Street in Owensboro. Reservations and information call 270 270- Six eight four 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 one eight, or two seven zero six eight six eight six eight nine. January nineteen, ACB families will hold a business meeting at nine p.m. You can participate from anywhere in the country by calling seven one two four three two thirty nine hundred and entering code seven nine six zero nine six. On January twenty, the Kentucky Council of the Blind will hold its board meeting. At 8 p.m. Eastern, call 669-900-6833 and enter code 357-259-5193. January 23, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will hold an in-person support group meeting from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. For more information about KCCLV support groups, call 502-895-4598. January 24 is another Savvy Workshop from 10 to noon Central Time at the Wesleyan Heights United Methodist Church, 1215 Sherm Road in Owensboro. For more information, call 270-684-4418 or 270-686-8689. On January 24, the GLCB Roundabout will be from 3.30 until 9.30 p.m. Individual activities from 3.30 to 5, tip sheet 5 to 5.30, page turners and tri-state library users meeting 5.30 to 6, dinner 6 to 7, $6 per person, KCB Next Generation activity, games, and other crafts from 7 until 9.30, all at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. To let us know you're coming, call 502-895-4598. On January 25, ACB Next Generation will have its Saturday night live hangout. By phone, ACB members and individuals under the age of 40 are invited to join this nationwide Saturday night chat. The number is 669-900-6833. And the code is 357 
2595193. On January 26th, the KSB alumni will hold its board meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. On January 27th, Guide Dog Users of Kentuckyana will hold a membership meeting at 7 p.m. Eastern. This is a meeting of interest to anyone who has a guide dog. Call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. On January 27, Savvy will hold its Budget Committee meeting at 8 p.m. Central at 669-900-6833, enter code 357 2595193. January 28 is an ACB Next Generation Nationwide Organization Development Committee conference call. At 8 p.m. Eastern, 669-900-6833, enter code 357-259-5193. On January 29, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind will have an assistive technology seminar from 1 to 2 p.m. at the BCB office, 1093 South Broadway, Suite 1220 in Lexington. For more information, call 859-259-1834. And on January 31 is a GLCB roundabout, Education and Technology, 3.30 to 5, Discussion Time, 5 to 6, Dinner, 6 to 7, Games and Crafts, 7 to 9. At United Crescent Hill Ministries, Sign up by calling 502-895-4598. Looking ahead to the first half of February, we have on February 2, Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Committee meetings. The Advocacy Committee meets at 7 p.m. Eastern and the Education, Activities, and Technology Committee at 8. Call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. On February 2, ACB Families will hold its next program meeting and support group at 9 p.m. Eastern. Participate from anywhere in the country by calling 712-432-3900 and entering code 796096. On February 3, the Savvy Program Committee will meet at 7 p.m. Central at 669-900-6833 Enter code 357-259-5193. On February 4, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have a business meeting at 669-900-6833. The code is 357-259-5193. And on February 5, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision We'll have a conference call support group meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time at the same telephone number. On February 6, KCB Scholarship and Technology Committee will have a meeting at 8 p.m. Eastern at 669-900-6833, enter code 357-259-5193. Also on February 6, the American Council of Blind Lions will have its monthly meeting by conference call. This is for lions around the country and is an excellent opportunity to share ideas about how to be involved in local clubs. At 9 Eastern Time, call 
and enter code 796096. On February 7, there will be another Savvy Workshop, 10 a.m. to noon Central Time at Wesleyan Heights United Methodist Church in Owensboro. For more information, call 270-684-4418 or 270-686-8689. Also on February 7, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have a roundabout. 3.30 to 5 p.m. is individual activity. 5 to 6 is discussion time. Dinner, 6 to 7. Bunko, cards, and other games, 7 to 9.30. At United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville, call 502-895-4598 to sign up. On February 10, the Bluegrass Council of the Blind will have a community outing. Come out and enjoy a cup of coffee, hot chocolate, soft drink or sandwich, and donut with us at McLeod's Coffee Shop. This special coffee shop employs people with special needs and is the brainchild of Brewster McLeod, a retired pastor from Southland Christian Church. McLeod's Coffee House is at 376 Southland Drive in Lexington. Sign up by calling 859-259-1834. February 22 to 25 is the ACB President's Meeting and Legislative Seminar mid-year meeting. It's at the Holiday Inn and Suites Old Town in Alexandria, Virginia. On February 22, the ACB Board will hold its meetings. February 23 is the Affiliate President's Meeting. February 24 is the Legislative Seminar and Training. And February 5 is Capitol Hill Day. For more information, visit the ACB website at acb.org. If you are interested in attending the seminar with the Kentucky Council of the Blind, please give us a call at 502-895-4598. February 22 is Mixed Media Mosaics at the American Printing House for the Blind from 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. The guest artist Patrice Ising returns to help us explore how the elements of art appeal to our sense of touch, as well as our sense of sight. Mosaics are an ancient art form, generally made from chips of colored stone or glass that reveal a picture or pattern. Our mosaics will combine textures and layers, shapes and forms, to create beautiful one-of-a-kind tactile art pieces. The Activity is free, but space is limited, and is best for adults and children six years old and up. To register, call 502-899-2213. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind, or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598, or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, 
and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you.